the fifteenth day of the month. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my thoughts. See if there is any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. Psalm 139, verses 23 through 24. I am the one who searches minds and hearts. Revelation 2, verse 23. At the midpoint of each month, we have finished our consideration of the fruits of the Spirit. Before proceeding to a consideration of the Beatitudes, we pause for a time of reflection and self-examination. Ask yourself these questions. When an honest answer is not to your liking, ask God for the strength and wisdom to improve. What have I done in the past two weeks to help others? To console the distraught, to assist the weak, to guide the confused, and so on. What have I done to alleviate the larger causes of human suffering, to seek justice, to advance the humane treatment of all, to overcome the oppression and exploitation of the weak, to speak up in the defense of those who are misrepresented or mistreated? Have I participated in the weekly worship of the congregation? Have I received the supper of the Lord? If so, has it been for me since then a sign of the presence and power of the risen Lord in our midst? How faithful have I been in daily devotions, and what benefit have I received from these that has strengthened me for service to others? In these devotions, have I remembered those for whom prayers were asked in congregational worship? Does fastening or abstinence in an appropriate form commend itself to me today? Opening Prayer Maker and ruler of all, govern my life by your wisdom and counsel. Forgive me in those areas where I have failed you, and strengthen me further wherein I have served you well. Save me from complacency and smugness over my spiritual successes as much as from despair and guilt over my spiritual failures. Grant in increasing measure the gift of your Holy Spirit to me, that I may grow in grace and thus more fully praise you day by day through Christ who strengthens me. Amen. Psalm 27, verses 11 through 14. Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me on a level path because of my enemies. Do not give me up to the will of my adversaries, for false witnesses have risen against me, and they are breathing out violence. I believe that I shall see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. From the book of Exodus, chapter 32, verses 1 through 14. Now when the people saw that Moses delayed to come down from the mountain, the people assembled about Aaron and said to him, Come, make us a God who will go up before us. As for this Moses, the man who brought us up from the land of Egypt, we do not know what has become of him. Aaron said to them, Tear off the gold rings which are in the ears of your wives, your sons, and your daughters, and bring them to me. Then all the people tore off the gold rings which were in their ears and brought them to Aaron. He took this from their hand and fashioned it with a graving tool and made it into a molten calf. And they said, This is your God, O Israel, who brought you up from the land of Egypt. 
Now when Aaron saw this, he built an altar before it, and Aaron made a proclamation and said, Tomorrow shall be a feast to the Lord. So the next day they rose early and offered burnt offerings and brought peace offerings, and the people sat down to eat and to drink and rose up to play. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, Go down at once, for your people who you brought up for the land of Egypt have corrupted themselves. They have quickly turned aside from the way which I commanded them. They have made for themselves a molten calf and have worshipped it and have sacrificed to it and said, This is your God, O Israel, who brought you up from the land of Egypt. The Lord said to Moses, I have seen this people, and behold, they are an obstinate people. Now let me alone, that my anger may burn against them, that I may destroy them, and I will make of you a great nation. Then Moses entreated the Lord his God and said, O Lord, why does your anger burn against your people, whom you have brought from the land of Egypt with great power and a mighty hand? Why should the Egyptians speak, saying, With evil intent he brought them out to kill them in the mountains and destroy them from the face of the earth? Turn from your burning anger. Change your mind about doing harm to your people. Remember Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, your servants, to whom you swore by yourself and said to them, I'll multiply your descendants as the stars of the heavens, and all this land of which I have spoken I will give to your descendants, and they shall inherit it forever. So the Lord changed his mind about the harm which he said he would do to his people. From the letter to the Philippians, chapter 4, verses 1 through 9. Therefore, my beloved brethren, whom I long to see, my joy and crown, in this way stand firm in the Lord, my beloved. I urge Eudia and I urge Syntyche to live in harmony in the Lord, Indeed, true companion, I ask you also to help these women who have shared my struggle in the cause of the gospel, together with Clement, also and the rest of my fellow workers whose names are in the book of life. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your gentle spirit be known to all men. The Lord is near. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God and the peace of God which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there is in any excellence and if anything worthy of praise, dwell on these things, the things you have learned and received and heard and seen in me. Practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. From the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 22, verses 1 through 14. Jesus spoke to them again in parables, saying, The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who gave a wedding feast for his son. And he sent out his slaves to call those who had been invited to the wedding feast, and they were unwilling to come. Again he sent out other slaves, saying, Tell those who have been invited, Behold, I have prepared my dinner. My oxen and my fattened livestock are all butchered, and everything is ready to come to the wedding feast. But they paid no attention and went their way, one to his own farm, another to his business, and the rest seized his slaves and mistreated them and killed them. But the king was enraged, and he sent his armies and destroyed those murderers and set their city on fire. Then he said to his slaves, The wedding is ready, but those who were invited were not worthy. Go, therefore, to the main highways, and as many as you find there, invite to the wedding feast. 
Those slaves went out into the streets and gathered together all they found, both evil and good, and the wedding hall was filled with dinner guests. But when the king came in and looked over the dinner guest, he saw a man there who was not dressed in wedding clothes, and he said to him, Friend, how did you come here without wedding clothes? And the man was speechless. Then the king said to the servants, Bring him, bind him hand and foot, and throw him into the outer darkness. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth, for many are called, but few are chosen. These are the readings of the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Prayer for Sunday God of great deeds, on the first day of the week you wondrously called forth light out of darkness. On the first day of the week you graciously raised Jesus from the dead. On the first day of the week you powerfully formed the church through the gift of your Holy Spirit. By this triple witness you testify to us concerning your covenant love. Grant that all who worship you this day may do so in spirit and in truth, and present to you a living sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving through Christ our Savior. Amen. A prayer by Jeanette Struken from her book, Prayers to Pray Without Really Trying. It was a wonderfully informative trip tonight, Lord. I heard the last threatening shouts of parents to their offspring at bedtime and saw the parting struggle of two teenagers saying goodnight. I felt the final rattle of windows as a neighborly stereo went off and smelled someone's gentle pipe wafting from a secluded patio. I caught the last spurts of a garden hose as indecisive fingers struggling for shutoff and tripped over a two-wheeler left as a trap by some nine-year-old daredevil. But the dog has been walked, Lord, and another day has come to pass. Amen. The Nicene Creed We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father, through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and became truly human. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the Scriptures. He ascended to heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in the one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen.